The Michigan Wedding Podcast is brought to you by RDS Films and Michaels Entertainment. Welcome to the Michigan Wedding Podcast, designed for engaged couples curious to learn more about the people that make up the Michigan wedding industry on a deeper and more personal level. Today, we're at Grow Studios. Thanks to Dan Nichols, who hooked us up. Appreciate you, my friend. Of course, we're here with the Michigan Wedding Podcast team, Rocky and Richard. Hey, guys. What's up, guys? And also very excited to hang out with my good friend, uh, Autumn of Eighth Orange Photo. Hello. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about doing this, like, during... Years. Yeah, like, during the dinners before the, you know, the dance party starts we're, we're like having such great conversations and we're like wow this could be a podcast yeah. and now it's happening so. dinner heart to hearts at wedding days yeah. absolutely with, with good old nick and yep. uh and the gang so um thanks for tuning in today we've got an exciting uh conversation to have with autumn and later on we're going to bring uh dan at the very end to talk a little bit about some exciting projects he's working on as well but first uh how about we open up with some tips of the day hey guys yeah so it's rocky with rds films rds underscore films on instagram rdsfilms.com thanks for having me today guys it's always a pleasure working with you on this podcast super excited my tip of the day for those bride and grooms out there is ask your videographer about audio right Mm. who how are they going to get audio through the course of the day do they have live mics? Are they going to plug into the DJ board for the reception to get the toast? Are they going to mic up um, the groom? Are they going to mic up the priest or whoever's doing your ceremony? So I think those are really important questions to ask because sometimes you look at the price and you're like, man, why is this really expensive? And sometimes that price point has to do with the quality of that audio and the audio tools that that team might bring to that specific wedding. So pick the brain, ask what they're doing, see what they're doing, have them show you examples of what it sounds like for a ceremony example, what it sounds like for the groom to exchange vows, exchange rings. And then same with um, the reception for toasts. Ask to see an example of what it's like when your best man or the maid of honor is giving a toast. What does it look like and what does it sound like? So that's my tip of the day. Check your audio. Nice. I love it. Good one. Really good advice. <laughs> really good advice. Really yeah. good advice. Yeah. I think sometimes people don't realize how important audio actually is. is. And like, Definitely. But think about the B movies with like bad audio. How fast do we change the channel? Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, think about like you, even like for me, I'll watch like some YouTubers and if they have bad audio, I'm kind of moving on quicker than somebody that maybe has a lapel mic set up, right. you know, because it's, sure. it's annoying at that point. You don't want to pay attention. So, And the big thing for me with, I guess, for videographers when I work with them, having them plug in directly to our board mm. I found works the best. Yeah. Audio quality. It works. gives them control too because they got their own little knob. Exactly. They can control the levels. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And that's a great tip for videographers out there too. You know, communicate with these DJs and bands. You know, you might think there's a 16 piece band and it's kind of overwhelming and you don't know who to talk to, but just ask. You know, I always like, I'll walk up to the whoever's getting set up and say, hey, who's in charge of sound today? Yeah. And next thing you know, they're pointing me to Mike or Doug or whoever's doing sound. And now that, fr- that guy is my best friend. I'm, I'm figuring out a way to get audio from him. And of course, there's, there's guys out there that are going to be stressed and they're not going to want to deal with videographers. And some people don't deal with videographers at all because, you know, we're just not hired at all these weddings. So you have to work through that and you have to figure out, uh, you know, you have to problem solve and get audio that day. Have you ever had anybody give you grief about uh, oh, yeah. getting a sound? Uh, yeah, feed? it happens all the time. And I, and I think the big thing, and you guys can steal this from me, is, is you know, I don't think the bride and groom are going to be too happy to know that the the band or the DJ didn't want to give me audio. And sometimes it's like a logistical issue, right? Like the, the DJ physically might not have the output. And so that comes down to making sure your DJ has the right equipment right when you equipment. book it before. That all comes together. So there, if there's a will, there's a way. Just communicate. If you can't go out of the soundboard, you can go out of the, you can patch out of a speaker. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not the best way or our favorite way, but that's a way to get some decent clean audio to use for your edit later for the bride and groom to enjoy their reception, their ceremony, you know. So, so it's really important. Audio. Yeah. Really good tip. Thanks, Rocky. Really yes, good. sir. Thank, thank you. So what you got, Richard? Yeah. So today's tip of the day is about the anniversary dance. So if you're not too familiar with what that is, a beautiful part of the reception, essentially, where your DJ will invite all the married couples out to the dance floor and play a nice classic slow song, right? Now, the real fun begins when we find out who the most experienced couple is at the wedding. Now, as the progresses, your DJ will say something along the lines of, well, friends and family, if you've been married now for five or more years, keep on dancing, 10 or more years, keep on dancing. So, so on and so forth, where you'll get to the point where you have the longest married couple out there 
with the shortest married couple. So usually grandma, grandpa, or an older couple in the family. Now, the tip of the day, should you do the anniversary dance? Well, that depends. If you are a couple that has a pretty sizable guest list, so I would say 100 or more probably, and you know you have a deep amount of people in your family that or your friends that are married and you have, I would say, longer marriages in your family, the anniversary dance might be a good fit for you. Uh, that way you can have a super beautiful moment, which I'm sure you've captured a lot of the couple, you know, dancing out there and then the longest married couple, grandma, grandpa, something like that, dancing out there as well. Makes for a beautiful photo moment, obviously a beautiful video moment as well. So that's our tip of the day. Nice tip, Richard. I love that. Yeah. And honestly, as a videographer, I'm sure you can attest to this as a photographer, it creates an awesome moment for you. Uh, And sometimes the anniversary dance attracts the, the couples that probably won't dance because they're usually the older couples and this is their time to shine. Exactly. exactly. And so, the, and I make a mental note. I know photographers make mental note. They go snag that those photos real fast because uncle Susie or uncle Joe and Susie and Susie might be leaving right after that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, it's getting late. So yeah, provides a great yeah. opportunity for photos and video. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Thanks Richard. Of course, man. Well, let's jump into it, Autumn. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for having oh, no. me. <laughs> how, how have you been doing? I've been doing really well. How have you guys been? <laughs> really good. Thanks. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about how it all started. Like, when did you take your first photo? I was about 13 years old, oh, and wow. I started taking photos of nature. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never going to take pictures of people. I'm only going to take pictures of nature and sunsets and animals and Did you then, watch a lot of discovery channel when you were a kid or? i was just really moved by <laughs> maybe it comes with the name autumn thornsberry oh, there you go. Yeah. No. um but uh then a couple months after getting my first camera my mom got me my very first camera for christmas so i was 13 um a couple months later um, someone asked me to do their senior photos and I was like, ah, let's try it. <laughs> I was in love with it. So you, you were 13 when yes. you did your first senior photos. Yes. Wow. It was a uh, <laughs> friend of mine, a friend of a friend. And, um, we went to Ann Arbor and we explored all the cool alleys and buildings. And I left and I was like, this is what I want to do forever. So um, you just, you knew the first gig, so to speak, yeah, that, that was, this was your thing. Yeah. I was instant. Like you just, I couldn't explain it. And it's funny because at the time there wasn't the editing software that there is now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think I edited those photos. I really <laughs> think it was just right out of the camera. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And then over the years, I was 15 when I got asked to shoot my first wedding. Um, and That's all young. Through, really young. Was very, yes, that was very young looking back. Um, <laughs> and uh, all throughout high school, I would do all of the upperclassmen senior photos. And it just throughout college, I would go to school and come home on the weekends and do weddings to pay for college and it's just always been integrated. What were you, what were you going to college for? I was going to become a physician assistant. So I was going for medicine, which mm-hmm. I really just wanted to get into something that I could serve people. I love working with people, serving people. And so I was like, well, I loved being a waitress too. So I was like, oh, if yeah. I can do something like that. I did that for a while. Yeah. yeah and like, that's good practice for the wedding it, industry. Yes, it really was. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, so I, um, I just wanted to do something. I liked medicine. I also liked a little bit of science. And so I was going for a physician assistant when I graduated. Um, I was paying for medical school applications or PA school applications. And so I was doing weddings to pay for the applications. And then you have to wait a while to find out if you get in or not. And so I had all this seat, like this couple of months with nothing. And so I licensed my business and then I was like, this is, this is what I've always wanted to do. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. And then now I'm here. <laughs> so in a way, the pressure of the financial pressure of having to apply for all those medical uh, schools yeah. motivated you to build your business, to pay for it. Definitely. And then you, turned around and realized, wait, why am I going to school for something else? Yeah. This is what I love. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I was always like, you can't, art can't pay the bills. Like I can't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know anybody that owned a business. A lot of people told us that growing up. Didn't yeah. They? I was yeah. like, I don't know how you just start a business. Like you see restaurants and stuff and you're like, I don't like, I didn't know a one person business. I just didn't really think of it. And, um, I started looking into it when I graduated. So I graduated in 2017 with my bachelor's and that week I got home and I was like, I want to license this. Like I want to do this. And so essentially when every door shut, I was stuck in this hallway and that's when 
the thing I've always wanted since I was little, I've, it came true. So if your dreams aren't scaring you, they aren't big <laughs> enough. <laughs> I love that. That's pretty much, yep. Well, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> of and, course. And, and speaking of doors shutting, uh, what are some of the biggest challenges that you had to overcome to establish your business? Um, I think, hmm. I feel like there was quite a few different challenges. So a lot of it was um, figuring things out, you know, like the legality of LLCs and business bank accounts and lawyers and contracts. And that can seem really daunting. Um, Also, just always questioning, is this where I'm meant to be? You know, is this what I'm meant to be doing? I love it. I'm so passionate about it. But, you know, just kind of have it once you get to that peace of mind, like this is where I'm meant to be. That was like the biggest challenge for me. But honestly, as soon as I got my business license in the mail and I like had wet my first weddings under Athorn's photo, I was like, this is it. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's. There's been a couple different challenges, but that's definitely knowing you're in the right place at the right time and like having peace about that. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Who were some of your biggest role models growing up? Um, it's funny. I don't feel like I have one set role model. I'm very inspired by the people I'm surrounded with. So I think about when you're in high school, you have different semesters and mm-hmm. different friends based on those semesters. That's how I feel like my whole life has been i'm really inspired by whoever's in that season of life with me at that time were there any specific uh photographers that you've looked up to over the years i'm a really big fan of her name is india earl she is an educator and photographer in i believe utah i really um i connect with her story a lot and her um, education courses are really good Um, a lot of the photography a lot of the photographers in the detroit community are I think we have one of the best communities in Detroit, truly. Everyone is so so close with each other, Mm -hmm. and they're like, there's enough room at the table for everybody, and everybody just goes and gets coffee with each other and refers to each other. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, Detroit is definitely a great wedding industry community. Mm -hmm. Super close-knit, like you were saying. Even between, even competition. Yeah. You know, it's like, because I think everybody realizes that. We're one big family. Right. And there's enough out there for everybody. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. There, and there's the Facebook groups that I'm sure that we're all in. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. I've been in other markets and I've worked in other markets. Those really don't exist in those markets. So from a bride and groom standpoint, I think that should make you feel really good that, you know, our direct competitors we're really friendly with and we try mm-hmm. to boost each other up. And right. I think that's that's really yeah. nice. It's not a cutthroat industry exactly. at all. Yeah. Like I've heard about some other industries that have steeped in. I've heard like things they do to each other. I'm like... Mm-hmm. We have coffee together. <laughs> we, you know, we have adult beverages together. You know, we, we go fouling. You know, like. yeah. we 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 had the. I think it was Derek that threw that meat. That uh, where was it at? I'm, I'm blanking. Uh, Packard Proving Grounds. Derek Hall. Yeah, he threw a. Big, no, not Derek Hall. Derek Cookson. I think. Oh, Derek Hall did, did one with. He did uh, the DJ now. Okay. With with the other Derek we're talking about, but that was a great example of how that's right, that's somebody right. in the industry took the initiative to bring everybody together just to hang out. Mm-hmm. And sure. that was a lot of fun. You yeah, know? it was a blast. I remember that, was, I remember that, that day fondly, you know. Um, so talking more about your, your photographic style, yes. um, you have a very distinct style. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you cultivate that and how would you describe that? Um, there's a lot of different styles in the photo world, in any community. There's a lot of different approaches. And um, I look up to so many different types of I appreciate so many different types of style, but I found my style just from getting out there and shooting. So doing photo shoots, I would come home and edit, and naturally I gravitated to a true-to-color but kind of richer toned. Um, I like my photos to be very romantic and intimate kind of like a hint of like a mood to them Um, I'm really big about light my light source is a huge huge thing to me so um, I like shooting during golden hour and sunrise and so yeah that's pretty much my my style just kind of cultivated over the years from doing so many sessions and then realizing what I love is there is that's cool so like is there a specific shot that you like to try to get uh, at most weddings kind of like one shot I always try to get at most weddings. So I'm really big about movement. So I like I like to just not have to direct the couple very much unless they need it. But for the most part, I like to let them 
like go in this area for a minute and just talk with each other. A lot of couples don't get that alone time during their wedding day. So I like to just give them some alone time. Oh, wow. um, but one of my favorite shots to get is actually your traditional smiling at the camera, the photo that, you know, I think sometimes can get overlooked in all the candids and the movement of the day. I like to get one for like grandma's wall or, you know, for mom and dad's wall, just a nice pretty portrait. Um, I also just want to capture, I, I, I really try to talk with my couples beforehand and get a feel for the relationship. Is it very, are they more silly, more adventurous? Are they more camera shy? And I try to get a picture that cultivates something that captures the season of life for them. So um, whether it's how they greet each other when they come home from a long day or some like sort of inside joke between them, I like to capture something that's like, this is us. It's unlike any other photo, you know? So. That's awesome. Yeah. And I guess the, the follow-up question would be when it comes to your editing, because that's a big part of it, too. Yes. I feel like every time I talk to you, you're, I'm like, what's up? You're like, oh, I'm just editing. editing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> Same yep. thing with Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never <laughs> ends. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Where are you at, bud? Oh, editing chair, you know, on the throne. Editing. you know. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> so how did, uh, how did, how does... How does your editing, um, how do you think about your editing and how do you describe it to your customers? I describe it as um, very, I like to keep things true to color. So if you have a blue suit on your wedding day, your suit's going to be blue in your photos. Like <laughs> I like to keep it true, but I, I have a little bit of a darker style. Yeah. I, I guess like That's I like. That's that moody yes, kind of, but in like a really. intimate. Yeah. I like my photos um, to have like an ambiance, ambience, ambiance to them. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Um, right, right. right. <laughs> so it's like when you walk into a room, there's like candles lit and really pretty lighting. And I want my photos to feel like that. I want them to feel comforting. And um, I want them to, I want people to be comfortable with them. I don't know. I just, uh, that's pretty much my editing style. Just rich. I, I like a warm glow to people too. I like to have really healthy looking skin tones and the sunshine and whatever my scenery is. But I like the photos to have a warmth to them and a glow to them and yeah you can see that especially you can see it uh, a lot of people saw it on our magazine yes. our, our detroit <laughs> yes. that's h-o-u-r and uh and channel four you were on too right yeah so, uh, <laughs> i've uh, had some exciting moments since opening a local celebrity <laughs> photographer over here you know but this is my first yeah. podcast hey. <laughs> woo -woo. it's official we got our first podcast world <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm sure many more to come. You know, I would be. You're, you're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice to hang out yeah. and, and talk with friends, you know. And, Definitely. Um, it's, it's, all we need now is, uh, you know, a uh, little bit of rice and fancy chicken. And, uh, <laughs> you know, my favorite is like at the Colony Club, they've got the lemons wedges that are cut in half, wrapped mm -hmm. in the yellow mm -hmm. uh, little canvas not what i don't really know what it is but you squeeze it and it keeps the seeds from coming out i love lemon in my on my food yep. so I'm like colony club you guys are brilliant <laughs> that's genius cheers to you it's the little things yeah, yeah. it's the lemon bags <laughs> actually, let's actually talk about this for a second yeah. so speaking of venues i guess photography wise what's one of your favorite places to shoot aesthetically Ooh. i guess do you want like venues in Michigan or? Let's do venues in Michigan. All right. So I'm a big fan of, um, I really like the Eastern, an Eastern market. Mm -hmm. Love the Eastern. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, a kind of newer venue, I believe it's called Black Barn. It's We're in Jackson. Love it. It's, it just has so much character with nature. I'm a big fan of shooting open spaces, nature-esque places. That big tree in the back where the ceremony yes, is. I love it. That's like one of my, aesthetically, that's one of the most beautiful ceremony spots. Absolutely. Yeah. It's in the middle of a wine yeah. vineyard. I mean, mm -hmm. as a DJ, it's a pain because you got to run like 300 feet of power yes. cable to the nearest yep. <laughs> But hey, you know, that's why we come prepared. Absolutely. But. They also have goats, which yeah. <laughs> love. But yeah, I like venues that offer a lot of... Um, a lot of goats. A lot of goats. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Um, a lot of goats and a lot of different <laughs> things to use. So Black Barn has an indoor place. For, for As a photographer, as a videographer, you think of what can I utilize? Because you don't know what's going to happen on the wedding day. So is yeah. it going to rain? Is it going to snow? Especially in you Michigan. Know? Right. Absolutely. So, you know, indoor spaces or, you know, using the um, water areas. They have the 
the vineyard, stuff like that. Um, I really like Henry Ford Museum, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that place. It's a that's, fun where, place. that's where we met, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that's cute. One of our first jobs. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a docent. I was a docent. But anyway, yeah. But Henry uh, Ford's great, though. I love oh, yeah. it. I that That's a good example of a venue that has so much to work with. You. Oh, yeah. Every time you go in, you it looks unlike the last one. And yeah. guests, for guest experience, it's they all, get they to just it. explore and mm. the high ceilings. And I love Henry Ford. I think that's another... I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> I love That's them a testament to Michigan venues. Yes. Right, exactly. We have it's awesome hard. venues here. We really do. We do. We're lucky. We have a lot of character because you have the cities and then you have the nature and you drive a little bit further, you're on Lake Michigan. Oh, yeah. You go up north, you're in Marquette. That's a whole, it looks like mountains and waves and yeah, and Michigan's I feel like, great. Yeah, and every community has another like sweet venue like right yeah i mean look at holly vault is a good example it's kind of oh, popped I up the past place. couple years for yeah. smaller weddings yeah. like and when we big, did yeah and the holly vault is beautiful it what a cool is. place yeah. and they let you into the vault in the basement for photos yeah which is really cool they have a lot of character mm-hmm. the all white chapel they have the string lights at night yep. that's what i love about venues is they offer a little bit of just so much different like you have a little bit of nature you have a mural you have lights it's just it helps for a photo standpoint and guest experience that's what i look for with venues but yeah where's your dream destination to shoot a wedding my dream destination to shoot a wedding is either iceland or switzerland i I would love oh man switzerland i was looking at some tiktok nature videos this morning as i was drinking my coffee i'm like what you guys just to wake up in the morning and look at this right it's a fjord like mountains and right also, oh goats, lots of goats. Oh, lots of goats. You love the goats. I don't know why this is a theme. I can't emphasize enough the goats. I really can't. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Switzerland would be a dream. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, we did, uh, speaking of venues, uh, I think the last wedding we did actually was the venue it didn't work out. Yeah. So they ended up doing it in the backyard. Yeah. T- uh, Tommy and Stevie. Stevie, yeah, Stevie and Tommy, I wedding. love them. <laughs> yeah, Richard DJ'd that one. Yeah. It was a real fun wedding. Yep. Yes, I loved that one. It was it, Stevie and Tommy are a great example of a couple because they were rolling with the punches. So Stevie oh, and Tommy yeah. were very detail oriented, mm-hmm. but they also were like, we're just here to celebrate. And they it's didn't a good let thing because rain on their parade. Right, and they were so cool the whole time. Absolutely, it was awesome. I even like you know we had a few hiccups. Like the day of. Well, let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, because yeah. that, that's actually kind of like a a really wild story. Yeah. Um, we yeah. were, I think it was it turned. They moved it to a Thursday, I believe. Yeah. And it was the first. Was it a Saturday? It was a Saturday originally. They yes. moved it to a Thursday. Yep. And the venue was I forget the venue. I forget, but the but Richard was was uh, was booked as the DJ. And yep. w- um, did you know Stevie from the past or no? I but think we we Autumn sent it our sure way. Yeah, I grew up yes. with Stevie. Okay, that's right. So yeah, and you and so you were DJing it, and I were like, oh, and they had photo booth too, and we we're like, oh, who's gonna run photo booth? And I'm like, I'll run photo booth, which I had never done. We've been doing photo booth for years, but we've always, you know, we have a team that does it. Yep. I teach the team, and they do it. But this yep. time, I was like, you know, I'm gonna be the photo booth guy for a change. So, <laughs> so uh, I and the it was split. So the day started off um, in the backyard of the best man, yep. with the cocktail hour and the reception. Yeah. And then the plan was that evening, I won't mention any names, but there was a there was a bar in downtown Plymouth yep. where the party was gonna be, the, yeah. the dance party. Yeah. And earlier that well, I get a call, you know, it's, it was it's during t- dinner. Yeah, we're we're literally in line <laughs> for some food. Yeah. And Richard, who was on it was supposed to be setting up at the reception, yeah, the dance party area, he calls me up, he's like, Hey Seth, they shut it down, they closed it. So I go up to the bride and I'm like, Hey, you're you're, you know. Yes. <laughs> so we, so we ended up, uh, pound, I ended up pounding the phone and and finding another hall. Yeah. It was the Plymouth Rock that yep. saved the day. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I call Richard up and said, go there. And the bride and groom are like, cool, whatever works. Yeah. So we ended up last minute getting a last minute venue. Right. Yeah. And then richard rocked the dance party everybody oh, yeah. showed yeah. up we, they danced all night and it was awesome and stevie had every right to just freak out or but, turn into and bridezilla did and she, she didn't did she it. was like you know what we'll just go with it yeah yeah I love <laughs> it. yeah and she didn't let it ruin her day at all and it didn't and then it ended up being an even sweeter celebration yeah, right. it, it was, was awesome honestly it was a bigger space 
Richard was up on a stage. So yeah. honestly, I yeah. think it was a it was a like a be, it was better than yeah. And and the the bar was happy because they're like. Yeah. yeah, now our place is packed. Right. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yep. What a great what a great memory. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so how has your company grown? Because bef- I guess before before I ask this, our first my first gig with you was a few quite a few years back. Yes. Um, I think it was the Jam Handy, or was it was it Rachel Soulier and Matt over at where when was our first gig? Our together? first one was um I cannot think of it's the venue with the blue ceiling and there's like galaxies and it was a, our first meet was that was the first time I ever met you. The galaxies and the ceiling. It's like a blue. It's like a Grecian banquet. Oh, hall. is the one in uh, Westland the uh, the Hellenic Cultural yeah. Center? It might be, the but it was my very first few months of shooting. I was second shooting for Nick Nyduke of Nyduke Photo, and okay. I met you, and both of us were like. This we're is a buzz. good team. Yeah, we're buzzed now. <laughs> and then I creepily was like, well, I'm just going to send you to everybody because I'm a big, like, I yeah. want everyone to be on a team. You and sent us so much work, it was insane. Then was that just... whole year, we just shot a bunch of weddings. So that was, I think, 2017 when I, like, we met in passing. And, and you were only, like, 20, you were in your early 20s then, I right? am, were... so right now I'm 25. I was 20, 21. It was, oh, like, wow. right when I, I graduated with my degree, opened my business, like, the next day. Oh, so the, yeah, that was that was it right was when it all, started. Yep, and I met you like a monthly. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to think how how young you are and how new you are to the business, and yet how much you've achieved in this short time. Thank you. I mean, I guess it helps when you start when you're 13. Yeah, yes, <laughs> you know? it was. Um, it, that's a good example of one of those things where you are like, "Am I in the right place?" And there have been a lot of things that, from even being like, "Hey, I'm going to do weddings full time," and just booking up that first year yeah that was like this is what I was meant to be doing like it's just you have little signs like that or you know it's you have a lot of peace about it after having I don't know there's like little reminders throughout you know you'll get you'll you'll have something on your bucket list and you'll get an inquiry for it I had a dream of shooting a wedding in the mountains of Washington and then we booked one and I was like this is where I'm meant to be <laughs> yeah. like, you know just little things like that but yeah yeah, so we met in 2017. And how has your company grown since then? I guess, and interpret mm. that question however you want. You know, how has it grown? It's interesting because, it, you know, photo companies, everyone's different, but I like I don't have a studio. Everything is like in my home office. Everything's in my home. Well, you're at different venues. Your right. business is, Yeah, and you know, so it, I haven't grown like in a physical standpoint or employee-wise. Like it's just me and then I partner with different people, second shooters, or I'll second shoot for people. But um, I think... In numbers, I think booking-wise, like I've been able to, um, before it was people book because like, oh, you know how to work a camera. And now it's grown where people are like, I want this I style. style. Like, yeah. I have people who are like, I've been following you since I've been single and I want to book you now because I'm engaged. And that oh, wow. makes me literally cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The people that have, I've grown, I guess, in support-wise. That has That's like the biggest um I guess that's the best way to answer that. Yeah, yeah. that is the great. You're, you're, you're almost building a fan base in a way. You know? I I guess so. I, <laughs> I, you're too humble to say it that way, <laughs> but we'll say it that way. I, 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 I'm really, really big about I don't want to feel like a vendor mm-hmm. to my clients at all because photo is like the one person you spend like the whole day with yeah. as a couple. I'm with them. I'm usually the second they book in command so like there's the venue and then photos usually second yeah i'm a part of the timeline planning i'm a part of connecting with them with vendors i'm a part of the engagement and they really trust your word i found like a referral from you is is really worth its weight in gold uh because because people whenever they hit it oh yeah autumn and like even if you were booked and you couldn't even do it yeah they, they like yeah it's bummer because I'm like, oh, I wish we could do this. Bottom, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's it's really impressive how uh, how influential you are with the people that come in contact with you straight up. You I, know? I'm really big about. I never want to. I'm a creative at heart. I'm not a salesperson. I'm not a business person at heart. I'm a. It creative just comes person. naturally to you because of. 
yeah, because I, of that. I know? really, I really try. I want people to come to me and they trust me. And, you know, they spend the whole day with me. They spend more time with me than even their parents on their wedding day. Like, I want them to be comfortable with me. I want to be able to get them comfortable to evoke that emotion with me yeah, and right. be able to sit. Plus, timelines. Wedding days can be so chaotic mm. and things can run late and go early. And I need to be able to be like, all right, let's go here. Let's go there. And I need to, I want people to be comfortable and I want them to be able to speak up. And um, I'm really big about, I never want them to feel like I'm pushing a product. I want them to feel like this is my friend and like I cry at every single wedding whether it's the dad and daughter dance yep. or we've, the first look <laughs> we've, 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 we've cried I, I remember one time yeah. I remember times crying and I look over at you and you're yep. crying and I'm like alright <laughs> look over yeah. at Richard and he's crying yeah. and I'm like man I'm thousand weddings it doesn't matter how many you do it's just yeah. So certain things will just get right. you. Right. You're more than a vendor. You're, you know, sometimes I'm the sixth bridesmaid. Sometimes I'm helping button up the dress. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the boutonnieres. Like, it's so much more. They're hiring me for so much more than just to take a take picture. Take a photo. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. And like you said, you know, comfort is such a big deal because yes. no matter how fancy your suit is and how beautiful your dress is, if there's anxiety in your face yeah. because you're not comfortable with the people you're around yeah. or your, your photographer's barking at you right. as opposed to guiding you in a pleasant yeah. way, then, you know, it doesn't matter how beautiful everything is. If you got anxiety in your face, it's yeah. going to show. Yeah, and it's it's really it's really important, too. I have my most common phrase I hear is either from the groom. Most of the times it's from the groom. And he's like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I hate getting my picture taken. <laughs> and I really have to meet him where he is. Or sometimes it's both of them or whatever. But, yeah. you know, you really have to meet them where they are and get them comfortable. And, um, you know, some couples love the camera and they'll just fire off poses and yeah. they're just eating it up and I love it. I don't even have to say anything. And then there's some couples who they don't love a ton of PDA. They just want to capture like, you know, them getting a drink at the bar. And so we'll go, I'm like, show me your first date. Show me your favorite date. If it's staying at home in your pajamas eating pizza, we'll do your session there. <laughs> like, let's bring pizza to the wedding. Wear your best pajamas right, though. I have right, to insist on that. Right. <laughs> Not exactly. the holy ones from way back, you know. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think COVID's kind of shown us those porch sessions, which I'm sure maybe you're getting more of. I've seen a lot of photographers in the area yeah. doing what they call porch sessions. Mm -hmm. And it's just the family hanging out on the porch and you're just capturing it as yeah. is. Nothing more than that. But it's you get these really beautiful moments. And I think it's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely with the pandemic, people appreciate everything so much more mm -hmm. because oh, yeah. so much is on pause. And I think even when it comes to celebrating, I think weddings, I think people the next time that, you know, weddings are full capacity and things are, you know, running up again, I think people are going to dance a little harder, drink a little more. Oh. <laughs> like, I think people are ready to celebrate and sure. it, they're going to appreciate it so much more now. Definitely. And not that they didn't before, but I think just in every regard, and I think, think we appreciate it. We so, will too, honestly. Yes. I know I know I will. Yes. Yeah. And someone should write a country song just saying what you just said. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 and just hear a really good country song, you know, <laughs> post-pandemic <laughs> weddings. Dance a little harder, you know. Maybe that's my next career avenue. <laughs> yeah, country, country songwriter. Song <laughs> TikTok star or country writer. <laughs> Are you on TikTok now as well? Um. I don't use it. I use for it, but like for behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. um, I think TikTok is a great app. I learn so much oh, yeah. <laughs> from recipes to taxes. Yep. To TikTok is, I'm, I love it. It's <laughs> best. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned in your wedding photography career? The biggest lesson from photography, I would say, is that comparison is a thief of joy. Ooh. That's my favorite lesson, I think. The market in Detroit, and in general, um, there's so many. There's room for everybody. Um, how this person does it versus how this person does it versus how you do it is unlike any other. And your couples book with you because of something you have that others don't. Um, and I think that when things are saturated, it's so easy to pay attention to what this person's releasing and what this person is doing. And you, you compare yourself to how many sessions have they booked or what does their editing look like? Or this is a really cool idea. I wish I thought of it for like, there's so much and you have to focus on yourself mm. and not compare yourself to others because you belong here just as much as anyone else. If you have passion, if you care about it, you have a seat at the table and um, you can't compare yourself to there's an inspiration between, or there's a line between inspiration and comparison. And mm -hmm. Comparison will hurt you, where inspiration will help you grow. So that's probably my biggest lesson. <laughs> that's really good. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> what uh, what other types of photography 
have, I mean, you mentioned before you, that you started off with nature, you moved yeah. into senior photos. Yep. Um, what are you doing these days besides weddings? Um, my other main thing is senior photos. I love senior photos. Um, and we're still talking about the high school seniors. Yes, okay. high school seniors. I really, high school seniors are so cool. I'm going to go back to TikTok. <laughs> I think their Gen Z is just like, wish I was a Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so trendy. Um, but uh, they ha we have so much fun at their sessions. My seniors are like, I want to jump in the water and do my photos underwater. <laughs> I want to go, you know, do crazy things. And uh, so, yeah, senior sessions. I also love music. I'm really big. I can't do anything musical, but I'm a big... Um, I'm always at like local shows and concerts, and so uh, sometimes if I'm really lucky, um, I'll Instagram or I'll message bands on Instagram, and they'll let me take pictures at their shows, and that's been really exciting. Really, you know, I never heard about that. Yeah, it's not anything that's like. Who, what what performers have you done that for? Um, I don't know if there's any. Well, my dream person would be Ariana Grande, to be quite honest. <laughs> Ariana Grande, if you're listening. Right. If you are on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, you know, the off chance. Right, right. <laughs> no, it's a lot of just random bands that. Local, cool. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Those, those are the best. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. What advice would you have for couples who are looking for a photographer right now? Ooh. Um, to make sure you're comfortable with your photographer that it all goes back to that like see what style you like um but see if you connect i, I really encourage having a i used to do coffee meetings pre-pandemic now it's more zoom calls and stuff but having a phone call and just seeing if you you know really connect with that person and connect with the the photographer um yeah i would just say make sure you hit it off really well that's a really um i think some people tend to price shop which is okay you should have a budget but a lot yeah. of people look for this or that or style or you know this is what my pinterest board looks like and these photos match and you really want to make sure you're comfortable because you want to you know just yeah have that dynamic those things might matter but don't yeah. overlook yeah because you know we had a every now and then we have a sale come through for that like once in a blue moon where they just, they literally, we send them, the, they email us, we send them the proposal, they book, mm -hmm. and we're like, don't you want to talk on the phone? Or like, you're like, yep. you feel kind of like a, like, uh, are, is this real? And then it's, and then turn, the, you know, the wedding turns out great, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know if that would be the greatest idea, uh, you know, and to do because what if yeah. there is that comfort factor that you're missing out on? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd want to talk to the company, you know, and yep. I, I've had referrals like that where they're just like, Nope, this person said that you're the, the best and we I want you. you. And I said, well, look, let me just go through the day. Like I normally would. <laughs> you're like, like, please <laughs> let me, <laughs> let's, let's just be on the same page here. Yeah. You know? Right. Which, I mean, that's a testament to your service. If, if you yeah. have clients booking like that, you know? Yeah. Yes. But I, I honestly, I wish the trend would stop. You know, yeah, I, mean? like, I prefer the phone call. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Back, back in the day, it was always meetings. You know. Yeah. So, and as much as it's convenient for the Zoom and the phone calls, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not. And from a business perspective, it's very efficient. Mm -hmm. You know, because you don't have to drive an hour round trip and yeah, whatnot. I do. I the other day we met with uh, someone. You know, with all the different legal parameters. You yeah. know, taken care of. Don't worry. PC, but uh, and it was like so. It was so fulfilling. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, I miss this. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. Even though it took a two-hour thing, you know, by the time you figure it's, it out, it's it's fun seeing bride and grooms excited to plan something. And oh, for yeah. me, it's more fun when they're trying to like pick my brain on. So, what are you going to do for the pre-ceremony? And where are you going to be here? You know, like that's fun when they're challenging what I'm doing because now we can engage a little bit more and, and cater to their day a little bit more too yeah. what they want. So it's really nice when they engage yeah. like that. Absolutely. Definitely. So you got a lot of cool stuff that you're working on right now. <laughs> um, so let's first, let's talk about the Etsy shop. I noticed <laughs> I'm, uh, I was creeping on your Facebook yes. before and I was, I was like, wow, you're uh, doing some pretty artistic. Uh, yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about that. So <laughs> the Etsy shop is, it's funny because I made a list when the pandemic started. Um, I made a list of things, just a list of things I wanted to do for during quarantine with your extra time yeah Brilliant. And so i was like you know i want to it's from like random projects i needed to get done to business ideas to 
um, new hobbies. So I started writing a lot. I started painting a lot. I'm really bad at like crafting. Like, but I, are you talking about Bob Ross stuff? Like or? trying, really trying, <laughs> but it looks like a three-year-old oftentimes, happy, but like I have fun. Happy little right, mistakes. Right, exactly. Right? It's all, it's <laughs> very um, expressive. Like I said, I'm a creative at heart. So I just like to, you know, do anything I can. And uh, I got an iPad, like an old refurbished iPad, and I just started doing some little drawings and I started doing them based off of wedding photos that I've taken. And I was like, yeah, just like for fun. And then I like shared, you know, just here's a craft I'm doing. And then people were like, oh, I really like these. Can I buy one or can I use one? And I was like, oh, maybe you could use it for your guest book or, Ooh. you know, so then I was like, I'll just open a little shop, but I'll just open up a little Etsy it's shop. Not no like, big deal. <laughs> it will, it's not anything like, uh, I'm like pushing or it's just there. It's there. And if yeah. someone wants to let me doodle, then there you go. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. That's really cool though. Yeah. It's and, just something fun. And it's, I think that can be inspiring for people out there who, yeah. you know, you have that crazy idea? Yeah. Do it. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the worst that could happen? Right. The best that yes. could happen is it could make you some money. Right. The worst that could happen is you could learn some stuff. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Where, yeah, you gonna, where are you going to yeah. lose here, you know? Yeah. I also Wait. think it's a, a big thing, too, is I think we have ideas that things need to be perfect all the time. Like, mm. I need to be the best, and I need to be the this before I even, like, I think about so many of my friends are like, I wish I played guitar. And it's like, well, play. And it's like, well, I'm bad at it. And it's like, mm. no, just keep playing it. Like, have fun it's, with it. And, exactly. You know? And I love them, but I'm, I sometimes get frustrated with with that, with just that, f- that mindset, that mindset, because yeah. I used to have it and I was frustrated with, with myself when I had yep. it and that idea of like, oh, I'm not good at it. Yeah. Well, no, of course not. It takes your time. You think, yeah, yeah you think if, if you were good at it, if you were, if you were as good as an Olympic person at some activity like pole vaulting yeah. the first time you tried, then that would be an insult to the man who spent <laughs> or woman right. who spent right. years, right. multiple hours a day. Like, yeah. of course it's going to take time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't, and you don't have to be an Olympic uh, doodler, if that's a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if it isn't, I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, finished is better than perfect is yeah. a good good right. model that I've heard throughout the years where I'm like, just do it, just have fun with it. And I also believe you don't have to monetize everything. Like, yeah. I didn't, it's not so much that I was like, oh, you know, I want to make money off of this. It was just more so people, I had a lot of people asking like, hey, can you do one for me? Can you do one for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let me yeah. find a structure for it. At but, a certain point, right. Yeah, but yeah, it's just something fun, and I want people, I want when people come to my page, my, I'm really big on uh, posting, like, Instagram stories and stuff, I, I don't want them to come to my page and feel like they're getting ads, mm-hmm. I want them to be inspired, mm-hmm. so whether I I'm like sharing, that. I don't know, I like to, there's so, social media is so informative, but it's also very draining, mm. especially this year, and I want my little corner of the internet, whether it's my website or my Instagram, to be a little source of inspiration for people. So if like I'm posting that. about my cats or I'm posting like little drawings, I hope people see that and they're like, I want to do something. Like yeah. I want to try a hobby and, you know, and try to be more vulnerable and be like, listen, this is not, I show my failed attempts and I'm like, this is my progression. Go do something that you suck at. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And we were talking about this with Rocky since we started, I mean, with this podcast we're not going to be able to figure out all the different things that we need to get a 10 out of 10 on right now. Yeah. But as we do it more and more, oh, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, Absolutely. And, and it's just sometimes just little simple things like the first one we did, we had the mic right here the whole time. And I looked at it and I was like, Oh, that looks kind of funny, you know? So now just simply doing this and now I've, and it's like, yeah. You'd go crazy if you yeah. made Trying yourself from, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just all about impossible. enjoying the process of it, you know? Absolutely. It's cliche, but it's true. It's and be okay with that bread trail yep. that led to your eventual perfection or near perfection because it's going to take a journey. Absolutely. You know? Exactly. We're, we're planning on, our, our goal is two podcasts a month. Yep. Mm. And so you better believe our 24th of this year is going to be you know, production quality better than the first and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And, and yep. I, that's, that's a metaphor for anything in life mm-hmm. that you're trying to Absolutely. achieve, you know? Absolutely. So speaking of uh, new adventures and achievements and, and dreams, you've been working on a magazine, uh, yes. bro- like a wedding magazine for how long now? I started it last, um, last 
January. So January 20, 2020, I would okay. say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to release it in spring 2020. And what I found is, one, I love writing. I just, I'm a better writer than I am a speaker. <laughs> um, and so I really like writing. And also, I'm. it goes back to, I want couples to be comfortable. And I've shot, you know, we've done hundreds of weddings. So we know, like, what this might help this, or this is better for this. Our couples are planning their first wedding most likely, or this is the first wedding that they're a part of maybe, or little tips and just little pieces of information. So I wrote this um, this guide for anyone planning a wedding, um, more so for my couples, but it's like anyone could use it. And um, yeah, it's, it's uh, just a guide and a magazine on like, you know, things from how to light your ceremony outdoors, you know, what pay attention to this time sunset so Mm. your guests aren't in the scorching heat to uh, brides wear matte lipstick for kissing photos because if you're wearing red lipstick, it's gonna stain your groom's face to have a hanger for your dress and stuff like that. So just really tiny things. But huge. But important. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is just something that I've learned. Girls that have button-up dresses, if you get a crochet hook, it buttons all the dresses up. And, yeah, just really tiny things that I'm like, I would have never known that had I not shot my 10th wedding or my 20th wedding. Right. So I'm like, well, let me put it in a little magazine. That's I so love smart. That. Give it to you. I love that. All <laughs> the small things a couple yeah. most likely won't think of because they're de- dealing with tens of other things mm-hmm. so that's yeah. really cool yeah i think about um also with like you see wedding stuff on instagram and facebook and uh pinterest and um you get so like i want this and i want this and i want that and all of my brides who are planning things they'll text me and be like this color this color this color this color i'm like listen that part isn't what you want to worry about where is this happening at or how are you lighting you know this for photos and yeah so i just i've i hope from the eyes of a vendor it can help when is uh, the what is the the magazine going to be called? Um, it's just called Athorn's Photos Wedding Guide. It's like tips and oh, tricks, cool. and it's not anything. Um, it's something that's going to be released. So I have hard copies of it. The first shipment is coming in right can now. We, can we have one? You absolutely can have one because you guys are in it. <laughs> I'm gonna put it put it on our our. Uh, yeah. Stack of not wedding wire magazines. <gasps> You'll be right at the top. I'm <laughs> so honored. Yeah, I have that. And then there's also digital copies. Um, I didn't know that I could do this, but uh, who I published it through, they were like, oh, here's, you know, you can do a digital download. So I think I'm going to find a way to link it on my website so people that are, you know, want to share it to another engaged friend who might ne- not necessarily be my couple, they can send it to them and then they can. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the future holds for it, but. You know, maybe 2022, I'll have a different updated version of it. Sure. But yeah. I don't know. It's just, again, something that I was like, I like writing. I have things that could help someone. We'll see where it happens with it. Yeah. And it's just one more way for your potential customers and, and yeah. clients to get to know you and, yeah, yeah. and determine if, if you're the fit for them. Absolutely. It's, you're, you're, the more information you give people, and like you said, even if you're booked for the date and they can't use yeah. you. Uh, too bad for them, but they can still use right. the the guide that you're providing. Absolutely. In, in for, so you're at, you're giving value to the marketplace. And yeah, that's that's an awesome thing. Well, thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> what other uh, goals do you have moving forward uh, hmm. with your business? I guess professional or personal. You know, what, I yeah. have honestly. It's funny because a lot of my friends in the industry are like, you know, I I want to get out of weddings, or maybe I want to do more commercial work or more this. I'm exactly where I, like, I love this. I've, my goal is every year I hope to get maybe like two travel or destination weddings and then the rest stay in Michigan. And um, I think I'm kind of toying with the idea of maybe one day, maybe like a little studio space just for my seniors, just to have another little space, not anything that would be like a storefront, but maybe just a space for me to have clients come and mm. couples come to just get a variety. Um, that's something. Uh, my biggest goal in life one day, which is not very feasible, is I'd love to have a place that's like a flower coffee shop that photographers you know, can take pictures and we can keep stray cats there and it's just <laughs> this place of everything that I like. <laughs> But that's not feasible, or probably even. I don't know. It's an idea. You just asked. I so. like you get flowers here. You can get coffee here. <laughs> take pictures here. Maybe there will be. I don't know. 
Who knows? Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, you have the idea. You can make it happen. Yeah. In, in 10 years, you'll watch this podcast and you'll say, holy smokes. It happened. Here it is. I'd, I'd come there for the plants and the cats. Well, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> You're a sucker for plants and cats. Oh, yeah. Isn't well, there like a cat cafe in Hamtramck or something? Mm, I, I don't think know. there is. So. Hamtramck or uh, Hazel Park. It's one of those. But yes, yeah, Hazel Park. Right. I think you're right. It's Hazel Park, Ferndale area. Wow, I really do love cats. Okay, <laughs> I love them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sneeze just thinking about them. <laughs> I love them, but I'm allergic, mm. unfortunately. How many cats do you have in autumn? I have two cats. Two. <laughs> I feel like, you know, every day that uh, the pandemic, uh, every month that the p- pandemic goes on, I'm like, well, I could get another cat. But I'm not trying to be like crazy cat <laughs> Two is enough, Autumn. Two is great. It's great. Yep. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. So... What's the best way for someone to reach out to you if they're uh, interested? Through my website. My website is the easiest. Um, Instagram also works too. We'll have links. So yeah, well, thanks. Easy peasy. <laughs> and we'll put your magazine uh, link up there too when that's done. <laughs> Thank you. You're so supportive. I oh, appreciate it. <laughs> hey, you're supportive too. We're all, we're all in this together, you mm-hmm. know. Teamwork makes the dream work. You bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I guess as we're uh, kind of wrapping up our our time together, um, which is, oh, yeah. <laughs> Say it isn't so. Do we have to? I love it. <laughs> Double our time, Dan. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, what else is on your mind? Anything else you'd like to share uh, before we hmm. say goodbye? Um, I'd like to express a lot of gratitude. I, love that. Yes. <laughs> I would like to say thank you to anyone that's listening, but also to you guys for, you know, inspiring people to do you know podcasts and share information and um, I'm also you know really thankful for couples right now this year has been challenging for so many different reasons and people and you know my heart goes out to literally everybody and I'm so thankful for my like personal couples who have worked alongside my availability um, cancellations are you know crippling small businesses and small businesses really need the support right now and I think that couples who are like what's your availability I I need to postpone but I want to work with you and I'm just really really thankful because a year ago today we started seeing all these scary things coming in and it Mm. was like this future is so uncertain Mm -hmm. and now to be here you know standing here a year and talking about things I've launched or things I've picked up and I'm really thankful so I'm just just want to say thank you to anybody and everybody. <laughs> but That's yeah. beautiful. Well, yeah. we're thankful for you, Autumn. Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> if it was legal, I'd give you a big hug right now. But, uh, <laughs> yep. Just two more weeks, guys. <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking the thank time you. with us. And uh, yeah, we'll hang out with you behind the scenes here in a little while. Um, and right now, guys, I think we're going to welcome uh, Dan if he's still down to hang out with us a little bit yeah let's get and, Dan uh, to switch uh, switch chairs yeah. with Autumn here Sorry. real fast <laughs> and thanks Autumn so much oh, appreciate, appreciate you. you and hang, hang around we'll yes. we'll touch base <laughs> and do some fun selfie stuff before we uh, hit the road here but uh, yeah once again Dan Nichols of Grow Studios yeah. LLC yeah. what's up brother hey man <laughs> glad to be here right. oh, I feel like I was just here <laughs> <laughs> left, 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 you left. were it was not that long ago yeah it wasn't Speaking of a couple weeks, yeah, I don't want to tell you guys something, man. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job, and this is this is just number two, right? I mean, I mean, as far as your podcast uh, numbers, five. Okay, five. All right, yeah. but I mean, so like uh, the two. first time for me was here with you guys, two, right? Yeah, yeah. And you guys, um, you know, at first I've been in the industry, as you know, for a while <laughs> since before you were born, man. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you, Richard? Twenty-seven. Dang, dude, almost exactly before you were born. <laughs> I've been like 28 years, 28 really? years oh, in the wow. business. Can you yeah. imagine a baby Richard, baby like Richard. Dressed, oh, just, no. dressed just like he is now? <laughs> Dang, man. I just want to hold him. There is. There is. <laughs> <laughs> that baby by, big biceps. Big but, don't mess with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, got, you guys are doing a good job. It's funny because, you know, sometimes I think to myself, I'm just like, you know, I mean, because I've been in it, right, for a long time, and I'm just like, oh, it's a wedding conversation. I mean, I still, and I, I told you guys before, just a couple weeks out, I've been about a month and a half ago, I just started crying at the kitchen table. My wife's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. My daughter's like, oh, it's weird. Dad's crying. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I just miss being around people. Mm, yeah. I miss yeah. working a room, working an event. It's just part of who I am. It's in my DNA. It always has been. And, um, and you guys, but you're doing a good job with like the conversation and the fun and the tips and your production quality. I think that's Thank an interesting you. point. Like you're adding features. Like when you do the tips thing, like I perked up from behind the, you know, from behind the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the desktop because I was like, 
Oh, tips. <laughs> I, mean, I like those. Everybody <laughs> likes tips. You got the video tips from Rocky with yeah. his professional video experience. Of course, mm -hmm. you had Audemon with their awesome photography experience. And then you guys as disc jockeys. So good job, man. Just Thanks, good job. Dan. Thank you, man. Solid and, and, uh, and, and like you said, man, incremental improvements. And that never ends. Perfection to me is an idea. Mm. Right. There's, to me, there's one entity that has perfection, and it ain't me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, the, the idea of perfection is just getting better and better and better. <laughs> you know, like that's cool. You guys have done a good job. Thanks, so, Dan. Thanks, yeah. man. Let's uh, let's talk about like what you got going on right now. What what what's like a big yeah. focus um, that you're that you're focusing on with your business these days? Yeah, I mean, so people are four times more likely to engage with a video than they are to read text. Mm -hmm. And and look, every generation it's getting more. It'll be five times next year, six times a year after that, right? I mean, it's just happening. Mm -hmm. Video, video, video. People don't want to read, and I'm one of them. You know, at mm -hmm. 53, I mean, I I didn't grow up around video all the time like this, but like. No, like, I mean, you give me a choice between having to read a, an owner's manual. Are you kidding me? The first thing I do is put it in the recycling bin because I got YouTube. Why do I want an owner's right, manual? Right. And I think anytime we're selling anything, which is all of us, by the way, we're all selling something, whether we work for somebody or work for ourselves, we have to think to ourselves, where's the friction in the process? And, 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 and as primates, because we're primates first, everything we do is a primal, everything we do. And that's why we miss community. That's why this COVID thing is so fatiguing to us because we miss being around our fellow primates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period, man. And and we could like, oh, I don't need people. I don't need no, man. I want to be near people. Like like yeah. I want to touch and hug you. Yep. You know, like yep. and I mean like I miss that. I just miss and I don't even I'm okay, truth be told, I'm not even a hugger. Not, but but I got just mean around people, their energy. Yeah. You know, and 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 I think I think though what with video though, like that's the closest we get in this especially in this COVID world. To that, to, to, to that whole thing of, of touching, feeling, energetically being around. Video is about as close as we get. And so right now, even more than, more than ever, videos become important. But we're all in this process, though. We run into friction in the sales process. Whatever we're selling, whatever we're telling. Mm -hmm. and, that, and video can help to solve for that. And we know that. We feel it. We just innately get it. But we have a historical bias around video. And that is that we grew up with video being cartoons or television shows. And we don't really understand how to employ video as a tool mm. to help us sell more and sell faster. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, so it's an efficiency thing. So anyway, so I created the studio because I have personal experience. As you were, we were laughing about earlier, I got YouTube videos that are 15 years old. Yeah. And um, I was going to say, you know, when I had a full head of hair, but I still got a full head of hair. <laughs> yeah, you got and, great uh, hair, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I'm, <laughs> Lucky my genetics. Daughter, I'm point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. It ain't nothing else. But, um, so, but I've, I've been doing video marketing for years with my businesses, and it was never anything amazing. I just yank out my iPhone and just do, do tours of venues and stuff like that. You were talking about that, uh, the oak tree at Black River. Mm -hmm. That thing is freaking awesome. Rives Junction. Yeah, Rives Junction. Yeah, it's Rives. Just outside Rives. of Jackson. That's right. That's Rides Junction. All the whole podcast I've been thinking, <laughs> what is the name of that little town? You know, I could have told you. I, I for some. Oh, you know what? I was going to tell you. It just dawned on me. I'm like, why do I get these Rive Junction? It's because I did a video tour. That makes sense. So they I look it up on YouTube. You pop right, or Google. Yeah, it's owned by YouTube. Or Good, type it in. Type in Blackyard uh, or Black Barn Vineyard in your Google, and you'll see my video will be one of the top search results. Again, further, just saying that that that's what I'm saying. Using video to help you sell more and easier. So, mm -hmm. so what do you let's bring? So, someone's listening right now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what their business is. God, right? I love how I sound on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down there, Dan. But Richard, Richard's got Richard's voice. Oh, is, Richard's man. voice is ridiculously cool, isn't Thanks. it? Yeah, exactly. it's, it's hard voice. for me to admit it. Thanks, like, what's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Thank you, guys. Smooth jazz. Smooth <laughs> jazz with the Michigan <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Thank you, brother. But, um, what? What like there's a business owner listening right now, or you know Etsy store owner, whatever it is. Like, what's what what would be like? Obviously, the big picture is you know there's, there's the, the sky's the limit of what you could do. But what would be like a little nibble that you could give them? What's what's like a little? Hey, let's start off. We'll make you this. Um, I think one thing you need to know right away is like I don't want to shoot a nice commercial for you. Commercials to me are ridiculously stupid because they're really normally they're ego pieces. It's like, hey, check us out, man. Yeah, we've got this, this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, <laughs> get over that. Yeah. This is, I mean, I'll give you an example. I mean, again, um, I'm, I'll just use an example, personal examples. The one I just shared was like, so in the buying process, a bride's first thing she does is what? It's book the venue because mm -hmm. you can't book your photographer, your DJ, your videographer until you book the date at the venue, right? You have right. nothing solid. You got to rest on that. And um, so, so the first thing that they do in, the, in that process, you know, and I, and I kind of call it the buyer's journey before they come to me, 
is I got to book the date at the venue. Mm-hmm. So, ha, what do I do? I sh- when, I, when I pull up to a venue that I haven't been to, I pull out my iPhone. I go, I literally I put my hand on my dashboard. While I'm driving in, I go, here we are rolling into the Oakhurst or the, or the Oakley or wherever I'm going, mm-hmm. the Black Barn Vineyard. You're getting a lot of plugs, Black, Black, Black Barn Vineyard, Rives Junction, right? Aren't they? <laughs> you're getting a lot. That's a beautiful place, though. Oh, It deserves smoke. it. You yeah. got to check out my video on that. All right. So, so when you're pulling in, I show them the drive up, right? Because mm-hmm. bride doesn't know. A lot of our brides now are not so much as they were 10 years ago, but a lot of them are living in Chicago, New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come home for the family wedding. Yep. Well, they don't know. And mom's telling them, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And they're like, oh, mom's saying, I don't know. I still got to see for myself. Oh, DJ Dan, he's got a video, right? Yep. So as I'm driving up, I show him the curves and the turns. And here I'm getting out of the parking lot is what it looks like to walk up. I take him into the bathrooms. I do a full video tour with nobody in the bathroom, of course, yeah. right? Because that's completely uncool. Yeah, or you told us that last <laughs> yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, I know. That's right. But like, so, so it's just the whole thing. I give them the whole process. And, and, but, but you got to look at your buyer's journey. Like, where are they before they come to you? You know, and if you and and how can you use video for that? Like, how can I help somebody? Like, how could I help a photographer for, for if I'm a disc jockey? How could I help a photographer? Well, let's sell, let's let's know? bring it back to Grow Studios. You're doing though. it right now. Let's bring yeah. it, let's bring it back to Grow Studios yeah, yeah, LLC. Yeah, tangent, so yeah, so so someone listening right now that wants to hire your services, Grow Studio LLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do for them? What can I uh, help them get their word heard? Number one. Um, specifically, okay. What so, can you make for them? Yep. So um, I'll give you an example. Right now, I'm working with one um, where a guy has. He wants to open up into other markets, mm-hmm. and they're all English, mostly English-speaking, of course, in North America, right? But he wants to open up into other markets. So I'm working with him on animation videos that are multilingual. Because nice. once you make the animation, it doesn't matter. That, that guy can speak, you know, un poco. I mean, like, like you know, right? Yeah, he can do, all you do is dub over the animation. Yep. So you've you got to get creative. And all of a sudden, the guy's opening up into markets that he had never been able to tap into before because of that. That's an example. I think it's easier to, like, yeah. it's, for me, to just give you an example. Of Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so animation's one. So, so there's a lot of things you can do. And um, folks out there that are looking to broaden their commercial presence with video, yeah. Yeah. Dan Nichols with Gross Studios, yeah, man. Thank you, sir. Man. Thanks, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Good. Good. Well, thanks, Dan. And uh, thanks, Richard. Thanks, Rocky. Yep. Autumn. Appreciate you. The girl. And the thanks to everybody else out there for tuning in for another Michigan Wedding Podcast adventure. I'm Seth with Michael's Entertainment, your host. Had a blast and can't wait to see you next time. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm.